0: Hello. Good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the digital marketing podcast and video series where we talk about digital marketing strategies to help grow your business. Today, I'm going to talk about something that that many businesses are going to find very uncomfortable to talk about, and there are some Fortune 500 companies that are really having a hard time swallowing this truth. Is it time to close your doors in 2019 or invest in the internet-based, consumer-driven, mobile-optimized ecosystem? That's a lot of words for sure, but there's no doubt that in 2019, Uh, We are seeing one of the biggest wholesale closings of major blue chip 500, Fortune 500 companies closing massive amounts of stores. Listen to the list of this. Uh, Some of these names you may recognize. Some of them you may not. Uh, Dress Barn, CVS, Pier One, The Gap, Payless Shoes, Macy's. J.C. Penney's, Victoria's Secret, Sears, Abercrombie & Fitch, Winn-Dixie, Toys R Us, closing over 7,000 stores in 2019 alone. Guys, if that is not a wake-up call to businesses, small, medium, and large, I don't know what else is. Why is this happening? What is happening in our society and in our uh, American uh, ecosystem that is is forcing this? I mean, there's a lot of factors for sure. But at the same time, while these stores are closing, on the backs of, of that experience, something else is happening. Companies who understand and who are able to build Experience and opportunity on the top of these devices are our mobile phones. Those companies who understand that businesses and relationships in 2019 and moving forward for the next couple of decades is all going to be built on the back of this, your mobile device. So look at look at just what happened, look at what Netflix has reported: 139 million subscribers. To Netflix, 25 million to Hulu, which is a 48% increase in subscribers compared to 2017. So in 2018, they nearly doubled uh, 48% growth in subscribers. And of course, Amazon Prime subscribers who access Amazon Video uh, on demand uh, programming, 101 million. Subscribers reported in in 2018. So what is happening is that we have entered, and and we as a society are driving this click and collect or this click and consume uh, ecosystem. You know, I think that uh, it's very interesting when you look at the grocery industry uh, with Winn Dixie uh, closing. Dozens and dozens of stores across across the United States, um, along with CVS, you know, and and other uh, stores that have been, you know, staples in your local community uh, who just cannot compete with, you know, next day or two day shipping. Um, You know, the uh, the the days of people going in and, and stocking up. Oh, and by the way, guess what? Costco. There's also closing locations. Um, you know, I mean, the 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 trend of, of you know, going in and stockpiling uh, supplies is on the downside. It's on, on the downward, um, you know, slope. Now, could there be, you know, economic earning reasons, wage, you know, all those factors, you know, we're not going to get into, um, but we are going to focus on, you know, technology has really exposed us to what's important and what we value most. And what we value most is, number one, convenience. We will absolutely 100% trade our privacy for convenience without even blinking. And so, Followed by that would be our um, insatiable appetite for personalized experience when it comes to consuming uh, media and content um, and and even uh, purchasing goods as well. So if that's the shift, I mean, let's think about this, guys. If, if you are a, a senior level executive and you're listening to this podcast for the first time and you plan on retiring in the next five to 10 years, let's say in the next five years, and, and I mean retire, be out of the business, right? Think about this for a minute. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, none of this existed. So think about what's on the other side of where we are today. And for those businesses who who have been asleep at the wheel, who have been you know, they they put on a pedestal the the successes of the past and how you got there and and literally drove themselves into bankruptcy. I mean, I think about all the commercials I used to see for J.C. Penney's. I think about all the, the commercials I used to see for Macy's, um, Victoria's Secret, you know, uh, TV ads. Um, you know, I don't see very many TV ads right now, only because I am one of those Netflix subscribers. I am one of the Hulu subscribers. I am an Amazon Prime subscriber. 95% of what I watch on television is either on demand or DVR recorded on my device with the exception of live sports. And even on that, you know, with Hulu, there's like only like a, I don't know, 35, 40 second delay, depending on the package you have for sports. So, you know, the the shift has, has really, really taken place. Think about this. Think about, um, all of the newspaper ads, full Sunday newspaper advertisement sections with all the coupons. I I don't know when was the last time I clipped out a coupon from a printed thing. Like I go online and I do a Google search for whatever, you know, coupons for Legoland or coupons for, you know, uh, you know, where I'm going, if it's travel or if it's, you know, whatever. I, I look for coupons online now. I, I'm not running out to get a paper to get a coupon. So even in a cost conscious world, coupons and saving opportunities are now available online. So I think it's interesting, too, that, you know, one of the the, the real Significant factors of traditional media is there is zero viral X factor when it comes to traditional media. Like, no one's gonna drive by your billboard, take a picture of it, and share it on social media unless it's really offensive and makes me angry. Other than that, I mean. You, the only other thing, maybe you have something inspirational. Besides those three things, I'm not going to take a picture of it, but if it's offensive and makes me angry, I probably will, which then means you get negative press, um, which, yeah, some people say any press is good press, but nevertheless, that is is a problem for brand reputation, which is not what you want to have in a digital world uh, where brand matters most. So I think it's also interesting that while we continue to look for things like coupons on our phone, uh, when commercials come on, we reach for our phone. Uh, when we go on, you know, websites, you know, sometimes we ignore, um, you know, pop-up ads and and things of that nature. You know, takeover ads and things of that nature. Um, uh, because they're disruptive, um, you know, and they're they're not uh, you know part of what I was wanting to experience. Again, I want convenience and personalized uh, experience everywhere I go, whether it's online, in the real world. Um, you know, that, that's that's what where we've come to. I think it's also interesting that if if you're aware of this, obviously you know i've I've been in the marketing industry. Uh, you know, since 1995. And so, you know, I I think that it's, it's really interesting when you think about what have some of these media companies done to try to remain relevant, Um, you know, and often have uh, media outlets and or formats, you know, it could be outdoor, it could be, Television could be radio where they package in and bundle in uh, additional online um, value ads if you buy a television commercial. And so they're trying to you know kind of supplement and give you this while keeping the same rates that they've had and in some cases raising their rates for traditional television commercial ad buys. Guys, that is a problem. It's a problem for companies who are again have have put on this pedestal the way things have been and the success that you've experienced over the last four decades. Yeah, I get it. Congratulations. Your company made the shift from radio to TV, but when it came when it came time to shift from TV to internet, you got cold feet and you folded up shop. CVS, Pier One, Gap, Payless, J.C. Penney's, Macy's, Victoria's Secret, Sears, Abercrombie and Fitch, Winn-Dixie—just to name a few of the big ones. Um, there are dozens and dozens of others. Local businesses that have also failed uh, in your market and in mine as well. Um, but going back to this this idea, you know, these media outlets. Here's the here's the other problem: digital marketing agencies, big ones. Uh, we're talking like top three, five in the country uh, and in the world right now are are leveraging their largest. They're they're pushing people and pushing brands towards their largest margin products. I get it. You're a business. You're trying to stay in business. And so, what are you going to do? Understand this. You may not be aware of this. Maybe you are an owner of a local business or you're an owner of a franchise or you're an owner of a Fortune 500 company and, you know, you're looking at, you know, trying to buy display ads or programmatic ads. Understand that there is a large amount of inventory of those display ads that are being produced by media outlet companies that are TV-based or print-based or radio-based, and they're selling these ads and selling this ad space at a discount to digital marketing uh, agencies, the largest in the world, at a discount. And then those agencies are turning around and are selling it to you, the consumer, with a 30% commission rate. Guys, that makes your ad spend dollar shrink drastically. So it doesn't matter if you're only paying four dollars CPM or five dollars CPM or six dollar CPM. it doesn't matter because on the back of that there's a thirty percent commission and your ad dollar is is terrible um, Not to mention if you know you're paying for you know premium um, you know banner ads on the top of desktop websites, Yeah, you're 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 investing in an inventory that is quickly becoming out of date, um, and so you need to be aware of that. You need to understand that that those things, those ideas and methodologies, are what put Macy's, CVS, J.C. Penney's, Abercrombie and Fitch, Winn Dixie in trouble, and they are closing. 7000 stores plus in 2019 don't be one of them don't close your business in 2019 because you were stubborn and wanted to continue to rely upon this nostalgic idea that if we just get the creative get that one creative right if we get that one piece you know that great flyer we get that great tv ad you know, that great billboard, all our problems are going to be solved. It's not going to happen. What you need to understand, the digital marketing agencies who are succeeding today are not investing and not, you know, pushing their clients towards programmatic. What they're doing is they're being really savvy at day trading attention on digital platforms. And what I mean by that is really looking for underpriced attention and, and literally paying pennies for pennies for attention. One click, two click, three clicks, three cents per click, four cents per click, You know, even 30 cents or 40 cents or 50 cents per click is way better than $8 a click or $12 a click for lawyer, or doctor, or travel. Um, And so when, when your company is able to get your marketing pennies to spend like marketing $100 bills, you are positioning your company to be able to thrive in 2019 and really grow in 2020. And I think right now, the 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 areas right now where you can really leverage underpriced attention by far is Facebook and Instagram and YouTube pre-roll. So we've talked extensively about Facebook and Instagram. And the thing that, again, you know, there's been a lot of people who've gone on Facebook and tried Facebook ads. And, and you know, there are agencies that still do it out there, but they're doing it wrong. They're doing it in the way that they've known TV advertising for the last four decades. They create one single piece of creative, and then they try to put a big budget behind it. Now, they'll try to get all fancy and say, well, we can geofence and, you know, we can create a lookalike audience and, you know, we can, um, you know, we can do all these great things on the platform, but they still are in the mindset of a single piece of creative. That you are not doing it correctly. Because now... Yes, you want a geofence, and yes, you want to break down your target demographic and psychographic uh, and intention and motivations, but you need a unique piece of creative. I, as a 48-year-old white male, am going to respond to a, creative, uh, a piece of creative differently than a 22-year-old African-American female or compared to a 37-year-old married Asian man or woman, you know, and again, it's culture. We're not, this is not race-based. There are just entertainment um, options that that people of different age groups and diff- different ethnic groups like to consume content based on things that they like. Not to say that A white American 48 year old male might watch, you know, uh, you know, Empire, uh, a great TV show with strong American African-American actors in it. So I'm not saying that this is not about stereotyping, but it is about understanding your audience and it is understanding your demographic. And it absolutely is about creating contextual, creative content at scale that is is leveraged in such a way that you are able to personalize that creative message for your audience. Guys, what's happening still, in in, in even digital agencies right now, they're serving vanilla ice cream when the whole ice cream bar is available. We can have swirl strawberry cheesecake with lime with sprinkles of uh, Oreo cookies and gummy bears but we are continuing to serve vanilla. That single piece of creative that is not going to perform, that, my friends, is still living in the television, commercial, ad world when we need to, as companies, invest in an internet, internet-based, internet consumer-driven, mobile-optimized ecosystem because that is where we live. Now, I mentioned YouTube pre roll What is YouTube pre-roll? I did an episode of this. I hope you'll go back and listen, but really quickly to recap, with the platform, within the platform, you have the ability to target users based on a Google search that they've done in the past, and then serve them up a short 15, 20 second video piece of creative that plays in front of, not a video related to their search, but Let's say I did a search on, um, you know, uh, battery operated uh, lawnmowers, right? And let's say I was a lawnmower manufacturer, right? I could put in that as a keyword search and for a user who then goes on YouTube, who's watching, um, you know, um, an episode on, you know, sp- sp- fantasy sports sports baseball or basketball, but before that that video loads, my 15-second video creative has, hey, are you looking for a battery-operated mower? We've got great opportunities and specials right now at a store near you. Click for more information. So, yes, while it may be intrusive to the video that I was watching and have nothing to do with fantasy sports, it does have to do with my my interest-based Google search which is making sure that you are following the behaviors of your end user and and then serving them and and speaking to them or showing them displaying to them the that uh content so at the end of the day guys when it what it really matters is one single piece of creative is not going to do it if your company is not deploying literally at least one to two to three pieces of content per day across these platforms right now, you are absolutely going down the path of Macy's, JC Penney's, Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie & Fitch, Winn-Dixie, especially if you continue to take out full page color ads in a newspaper, backed with TV commercials, during prime time and radio spots uh, at dinner time, you know, you're you're going to end up closing your doors in 2019. So, I hope that this this podcast video reaches someone who is a decision maker for their company um, before you know their employees pay the price. Uh, and and have to get laid off because you're going to close the doors because you're too stubborn uh, to pull the plug on overpriced, out-of-date strategies when it comes to marketing and growing your business. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you will tune in tomorrow and I hope you'll tell someone about the video, uh, video and podcast series that you watched today. Take care.